Welcome back to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Another week has gone by, and we have gotten into the pilot episode of SG-1. SG-1. Love that show. Did you start at the beginning of the show when you watched it the first time? I did. I started at the beginning, the very beginning. I can't believe you were rich enough to have Showtime. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Saw it on Showtime. Saw everything unedited, too. Oh, everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I was, how old was I? I was uh, 17, so that was fun for a Oh, you dated yourself. That's it. Everybody knows yeah. you're old now I'm man. old. I'm an old man. Uh, I did not get into it right away. I couldn't have Showtime when I was a kid. Oh. But okay. then uh, I got into Atlantis, and then my friend Joe uh, was like, well, if you like Atlantis, you should watch it from the beginning with SG-1. And I would go to his house, and... His father had like a movie theater. He's a very well-off family. Yeah. By like rest of the country standards, very rich. But by Long Island standards, better than. Oh, he had, he had a movie theater. That's that's fun. That's I want to say that that would have been more unusual on Long Island, but it isn't. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, I watched <laughs> I watched it on regular TV, so I wasn't so fortunate. And he got me into it, so that's how that I like backwards got in. Oh, okay, that's cool. And I didn't, when I started watching Atlantis, I didn't care. I didn't even look, could I have even looked up? I don't, internet was very. I mean. There was internet, but it was like more message boardy, like X-Files style. Yeah. I mean, they had like clips on it that you could have seen. It was like, oh, okay. I think uh, there were some fan videos down the line. Oh, fan videos. I have, I made fan videos. Not for Stargate, for Firefly. Oh, did you? Two of them. Oh, okay. They're amazing. I'll show them to you later. (laughs) (laughs) They're amazing. I'll just brag to myself about them. And how much I like them. All right. So in S- so there's the show starts off on Showtime because it is on Showtime. It's allowed to use swears, which it doesn't, and it's allowed to use full frontal nudity, which it does. Yes, it but does. But it's out of context nudity. It's in the reference to a ritual, so it doesn't. It's not like it's not gratuitous. Yeah, it's not like Welcome to Bone Town. It's not <laughs> like that. It's. It's it and its depiction is very violating for her. It's not like she's like walking from the shower to the bedroom or anything like that. It's a. It's like oh, I don't want this to happen to me. Right. It, kind it, of. Very degrading. If you get the box set of DVDs from before two thousand and <clears throat> excuse me before two thousand and nine, you will get the original cut of the pilot episode. Oh. Which What's includes, a DVD? <laughs> I know. Yeah. What is a DVD? What even is this? So you'll get the entire ritual scene. You'll get all the original dialogue, music, all of that. Because in 2009, they made a director's cut that mm-hmm. they think improved it, but it did not improve anything, in ah, my personal opinion. They okay. changed the music. They had Christopher Judge come in and ADR all his lines again. Really? <laughs> it's my understanding that Christopher Judge was on board for that, but whatever, whatever Christopher he Judge? Mr. House Party 2? Yeah. <laughs> House Party 2, even. <laughs> He's not even a recurring character from the first movie. He's not. <laughs> Brand new character, glasses everything. Oh, my God. Listen, I like Kim Play very much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to watch Class Act later today. I'm going to text my brother. Oh. He wants to watch it too. <laughs> He's seen it before, right? Oh, we've seen it a lot before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, there's like moments like where you are personally quoting a movie. Mm-hmm. We will personally quote Class Act and this will appeal to no one. Uh, but like, he and I, I, I like class act, but I prefer the house, the first two house party movies. Let me make that clear. The oh, first yeah. two. The third one is. We don't. Well, there's no third one. No, I see. There's no third yeah. one. It's only the first two. I think you're underrated. I think you need to rewatch class act. And I have no problem watching class act. You'll see the genius you know. of class act. No, I, I'm a fan of Blade Brown, and Duncan Penderhughes. Duncan Penderhughes is my favorite. <laughs> That's the flipping best thing ever. <laughs> it was just a very good cast. It very was. good casting, very cheeky, very of its time. Like my niece is a teenager and she's like, I like things from the nineties and I'm like, Well They're so throwback. I'm gonna make some recommendations. I recommended Friday to her. Okay. And uh I know I didn't know like how far back into the influence she wanted to go. So I said, uh, class act my brother was uh when I recommended Friday, she was mm. like he was like, uh what are you doing? She's like 15. And <laughs> I'm like, you could watch uh, Friday. Yeah. 15. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not like I was like, Hey, you should go watch boys in the hood. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> it's that's, dark. You'll love it. <laughs> that's a sad movie. I know. I was like, I think uh, Friday's very funny. And if you think, if you, I know you think you're protecting somebody here. 
But if you think she's not aware of like pot culture, get a hold of yourself <laughs> at 15. At 15. I'm, and there's internet, so you know. Yeah, I was like, if she thinks, like, if you think like anything about like the ship sailing for her, you are just deluding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, here, listen to this and watch these movies. And how do you want it to be grungy? I'm like, watch singles and Empire, Empire Records. Records. <laughs> and, uh, Maybe reality bites, although that doesn't quite hold as well. That's a bit. That's a bit dark for a fifteen-year-old. It can be, but now I'm like, when I, when I was younger, I was more of like, a, I wasn't in Ben Stiller's corner. Oh, okay. And as an adult, I'm in Ben Stiller's corner thoroughly. Oh, all right. I'm like, what's his problem? He doesn't even have a problem. <laughs> he, as far as I can tell, has a job and income and is offering a tremendous amount of potential. Yeah. <laughs> He's looks uh, smart. And not disorganized and not almost homeless. So, <laughs> I like everybody else in that movie. <laughs> I'm like, huh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the SG1 thing. Uh, these, um, oh, so they take away, I'll mention what gets taken away as we go through uh, the pilot episode. So it shows on Amazon, it streams on Amazon, and you get the director's cut. Mm-hmm. But when you watch it on Hulu, you get the broadcast television cut, which doesn't have the dialogue changed, but it takes out the ritual because it was regular TV. Yeah. So down to 40 minutes, something's got to go. Bush is out of here. <laughs> got to get rid of it. And they split it into two episodes on Hulu because that's how they would have done it on the Sci-Fi Channel when it migrated over. So it opens up on soldiers playing cards and the gate having like a dust cloth over it. Which, that always bothered me because I'm like, wait a minute. So this is this is a top secret facility, right? <laughs> and you've you've had alien encounters before, and you know how the gate opens, and you know that, well, you know, maybe you should cover the gate a little bit or put guards around it since it's a top secret, you know, device location, everything. You're getting you, two elevators just, down to yeah. the Stargate to play games. Exactly, <laughs> and you're just playing cards. And nobody's on you. Nobody's like, ah, they'll never find us in here. They almost right? certainly know you're in there playing cards. <laughs> and they're just not either not caring or, yeah, I wrote down, uh, they don't know that they're in there and they have no clearance. Is that right? what we're saying? Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like even, that, that even would be true. One of, the, one of the soldiers is like, do they know that we're down here? Yeah. And that's like, nah. nah. They, yeah, they definitely know. And maybe they're like, ah, let them have it. They work hard. And like, they just don't say anything about it. Nobody uses that room anyway. Exactly. There's no way. There's no, no way, no way in hell. But that's fine. Uh, the the gate goes off. Apophis goes through, and so and this helmet I don't like as much. It it covers up too much of his neck, up to his chin. Okay. So the way it's sitting on him when his uh, when the snake head, a pep goes back mm-hmm. or Apophis goes back yeah. and reveals his face. I don't like. You don't like that that effect. how it's framing his head. I don't okay. like how it frames his head, compared to how it was in the movie. Because the whole thing would go down into the shoulders. Yeah, in, in the movie, so you'd see every, you'd see like everything. Right, they would do, use the effect where it would lift off the face and like disappear into the shoulders, so then they don't have to worry about having something there. This seems more mechanical, yeah. where it just so it just opens up like a like a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, well, well, it's also TV, so you know the budget's yeah, I mean, a little you know restricted. Yeah, he's not gonna take it off like a football helmet and hold it to the side and be like, "No, I'm Apophis, everybody, hello." And one more thing, going back to like you know when they're all in the. Yeah. The thing, when when the girl when the the girl notices it that hey this thing's moving no one does anything they're like shut up girl <laughs> <laughs> are you what playing you... this card game or not <laughs> what do you know are you gonna play this card game or not stop imagining that we can all see it fluttering yeah there's a, it's a room with no ventilation but the the you know but the covering's fluttering you don't think anything's wrong with that like should we tell she's the only smart one in that room. Should, like, should we do something? No, shut your mouth. No. Oh, God. Why are you going to be like the fun police? <laughs> no, Captain Buzzkill. We're yeah. not going to do anything. <laughs> How good was that card game? Like, what, you got right? the rent on the line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, so when Apophis comes back and uh, they call and get shot and do all the oh, things God. they're doing, and they take her through this. How did he dial that gate? Does he have like a remote remotely remote gate dialer like <laughs> a does. garage door opener? Because you can't go back and forth through the gate. Um, only the, like yeah, sound waves can. Mm-hmm. So they dial in, which means the gate had to shut off, and then they have to manually dial, it, dial by it by pulling it 
and get it to go because each gate only this is like some side signs bullshit that you find out in the fandom each gate um has like one good dial left in it yeah like a backup dial you that you can manually some, do. Probably had some guy off camera on the side, like dial it, dial it. I was some like, Jaffa. how many? Yeah, how many of that Jaffa were like, <laughs> this blonde one better be worth it. <laughs> because they had no DHD device, no. as Sam will point out later in the episode, at which they all change. So they leave, and then they get uh, Richard Dean Anderson in. Uh, the kid, by the way, in the pictures is no longer a Met fan oh, because they couldn't sucks. get the licensing rights, probably because television. Uh, I know, right? Weird. It's fine. <laughs> I think it was still blue and orange, if I remember right. But uh, it didn't say Mets on it. It's anymore. been a while since I've seen it, so probably I'll have to rewatch it. I again. mean, they might have like trimmed it back for television because I mean, there's no need to like rehash what you just saw in the film, right? Yeah. So when he goes when he goes inside, I wrote down they can't figure a switch. They're holding the the Jaffa's staff. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know how to make it work. And Jack takes it, turns it over flicks a switch and it's on they couldn't figure out to flick a switch like it's a literal well, on off switch to be fair he's been there before he, he so yeah know. he naturally knows but if you're looking at the device there's a switch right on the device yeah but it doesn't say on and off like you know a flashlight you're not touching it all you're like you're not like hey what's what's all this what's all this touch, touch everything yeah what's the worst that can happen where are the scientists shoot the guy across the room well oh. yeah <laughs> all right friendly fire he died for the cause. You know, <laughs> it's top secret. Don't worry about it. He didn't have a family. Okay, so one of the things that they change is the relationship of O'Neill to Kowalski. So I don't remember how much detail Kowalski gets on Jack O'Neill and the situation with his son dying in the movie. I think in the movie he just mentions like it. earshot Level. Yeah, they're like, what's wrong with him? And he's like, well, you know, son died, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they do and, mention it. Yeah, and they, men- they mention it, but this was like when they go to his house. Yeah, and he said, you- oh, no, they're in uh, the brig together at this scene. Oh. when um, Because he has to admit that he didn't uh, blow up the Stargate. And he left yeah. Daniel there on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but I know in the, in the movie they kind of mention it because they go to his house and they, t- they just tell him, like, hey, you know, you're re- reactivating Oh, and like, I, I was Kowalski with them when they went to go I get think him? so. Because I don't remember who the I two think, guys I think, were. I think it was one of them was Kowalski. At least the guy playing, one of the actors playing Kowalski. Okay. And because he asked him, he's like, what's his problem? He's like, his kid died. Shot himself with his own pistol. He's like, uh, oh, okay. Maybe that's just something he didn't retain in whatever. But whatever, they change it for the director's cut. They change it because Kowalski would have known that. And yeah. in the brig, in the, in the one that I watched... Mm-hmm. He says, I didn't even know you had a son. Which is weird. Because he would have known in the movie. So they changed that dialogue in the director's cut. And that's fine if you want to change it. Like, yeah. that, it closes a plot hole. Basically. I mean, maybe it's a Kowalski from the alternate timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old, good old alternate timeline. <laughs> in my universe, you don't have a son. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so that's okay. I mean, I don't know if it was worth going through the trouble of changing, but whatever you want. That's, yeah. I don't really have a gripe with it. It's not uh, central to the plot. No, no, it doesn't. They use the same uh, wormhole effect that they used in the movie. They use in the beginning series yes. of wormholes. They do. I mean, they don't keep it forever. They no, shorten they, it sometimes, yeah. and they change. Like, it's a long process. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- you know, I think they change where it was across the known universe in the movie. Yeah. They change it to the known galaxy in the oh, show okay. because later they're going to get further out. And they need more chevrons to do that for Atlantis and universe. <laughs> but uh, that's just a thing that they just they never changed it in the dialogue or anything like that no. either. They're just like whatever, life's life. Well, it's a pilot, so you know, you just explore stuff in the pilot. Uh, and then in comes Sam. This oh. is this is the biggest change, second biggest change that they make between the original one that you watched because you watched the Hulu one. Yes, I watched the Hulu one. You got the original dialogue. Mm-hmm. What they took out in the director's cut to make Sam softer. So, ugh, that's so gross. <laughs> they took out to the reproductive organs line. Oh, they did. Oh yeah, they took. So Sam says, uh, just because my reproductive organs are on the, the inside, inside and not the outside, doesn't mean I can't do anything that you can do. And they took that away from her because it made her sound uh, too harsh. That made it sound too harsh? Yeah. I'm that like, what's that... harsh is Kowalski is what's harsh. <laughs> oh, the, he shits What's harsh is her so HR much. report on <laughs> these three morons for giving her a hard time. Oh, and I like, love women. 
<laughs> yeah, I love women. Yucky. Don't love love me less. Love me from like next door. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't very progressive. Let me just say. No, and that's okay. Like maybe of the time that they were a little like that, but to to record her being such a stand up woman in their face with what is clearly going on, and it had. Yeah, I have a problem with scientists. No, you bloody don't. Yeah, no, you don't because <laughs> you, you don't know. hate Daniel like that. You did in the beginning, but now you don't because he saved your life. I just don't like scientists. Like fuck that's off. untrue. It's patently untrue. You just don't like that this lady, and for the rest of the series, is going to one up you at every turn. <laughs> yeah, she could. She could probably kick all your asses, and she's ten times smarter than you guys. Yeah, she's going to be the best of both worlds, and you are not. <laughs> they don't even refer to her as captain. I know. And she's a fucking officer. She's a captain. She had to point it. So yeah, it's not like it was this one line, and then a, and then the arm wrestling line, and that was the end of it. This is like a, a ongoing situation for several minutes, where she yeah. has to like volley back all the reason, like justifying how good she is as a woman. Like they even allude to her, like, "Have you ever fought com- fought in combat before?" And she's like, "Yeah, I logged like three tours." Yeah, she's like, uh, "Is that tough enough for you? I'm gonna." <laughs> Call HR and we'll see who's tough. But they probably didn't have HR back then in that way. No. Like, uh, yeah, they were unnecessarily rude the entire time. And yeah. the, and to take away that particular line because it makes her sound harsh, she should sound harsher. Like, she should just be... She, she should she be should punch outrageous. In the face. Yeah, she should be out, absolutely outraged <laughs> with how she's being treated. And... Uh, and Donis Davies not doing anything about it. Hammond's just, just sitting there. He's just sitting there. Like, and every time they're like, sir. And he's like, shut up. And he's, sir. He's like, still though, shut up. Be quiet. But he's not like stepping in and, and really like, defi- I mean, she's doing a great job on her own. He does, she probably, don't really need probably why he didn't help. say anything. He's like, I should say something, but she's handling it. But she'll hit me and I'm not doing it. <laughs> she'll hit me. Uh, so I don't think they should have taken that out. I thought that that was like a party foul. Oh, well. That they took it out to make That's her seem less upsetting. Directors cut. I thought they'd keep that in. Yeah, I know, right? I thought, you know, I thought the line was fine. I always had, but I guess uh, some other guys were like, mm, uh, it's not <laughs> "Nice." Makes her sound so she like may- sounds like frigid. a lesbian. Makes her sound frigid. You know, she ain't gonna put she out. She might be a lesbian. Scara <laughs> <laughs> is back. It's the same actor. It's Alexis yes. Cruz. Alexis Cruz as Scara. And it's the beginning of Techno Babble when Sam meets Daniel. Yes, and she's all excited about. Oh my God! I can't believe it. We're on the other side of the planet, galaxy. Ah. This is back last week's episode. This is when I mentioned uh, as a like a preview about what I was going to talk about here, why the Stargate wasn't blocked when di- when Jack throws the tissue boxes through to yeah. get a hold of Daniel because he was supposed to bury the gate, and by Jack's account, they tried to put something through the gate when he got back the first time, and it it got destroyed like so the mouth yeah. got destroyed so they must have taken the rocks away at some point not that jack would have known that but they did because daniel finds that room with all the addresses so he had to take the rocks away so he could practice dialing to see if he could yes, get I, oh i forgot it. i wow yeah. to get any of that that so that was from yeah last like, week that's oh, what i was alluding to it's continuity <laughs> but they never mention it so it's like just something i had to yeah. piece together like right here right now <laughs> Because it didn't occur to me while I was watching it either. No. Until we were talking about it. So, uh, Stellar Drift is fun. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Another thing that they changed was Christopher Judge's lines. They gave him, like, uh, improved lines to make his disgust more uh, palpable. Like, that he doesn't like what Apophis is doing. So they linger the shot a little bit differently on oh. him. So, like, his face looks more annoyed. Here's the thing. I don't like that. I don't like that they did that. You don't like and it's not because more... I'm like a purist or anything. It's not, I, I don't mm. care. Do whatever you want. But I thought having a more subtle angry look was the better choice. Because if he looks too obvious, if he just throws his hands up and rolls his eyes real big. He drops his staff. Yeah, he's like, Ugh, Ugh, this bullshit. Take this guy. Ugh. Then Apophis is going to be onto him and he's definitely going to kill him. So you got to keep that shit under wraps. They did it in the, in the Hulu version. They kind of made it well, subtle. Yeah. And only O'Neill caught onto it. Yeah. Right, that's the point. Like he could feel and see that 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 guy doesn't appreciate this, but the Hulu one is the original version, just cut for TV. Yeah. So you're gonna get all the original music and dialogue. When Sam sees the the dial home device for the first time, she says in our version that we watched, she says it took us two years 
uh, to MacGyver. Yes. A way to operate the gate at home. And in the director's cut, they took that line out. They put Jerry rigged in its place. Oh, I so know. That's Why? So Why would that's you do that? So that's stupid. the line that landed her the role, Amanda exactly. Tapping. Why would you? Why? What's even the point? MacGyver's standing right there. That's funny. He must have been laughing. That's he must have been laughing in the outtakes. Like <laughs> that's great. You know what people love? A wink and a nod. That's what they love, and they love her saying MacGyver yeah. <laughs> to MacGyver. That's very funny. So they changed that, and that is bullshit. <laughs> Why are they taking all those words out of Sam's mouth? What's their problem? You Why know, do they hate she's, women? Because <laughs> she's just Amanda Tapping. She wasn't like the star. Because you know, you have Richard Dean Anderson. He's like MacGyver. He's all. They're not allowed to call him that, I guess. Mm, yeah. No, he didn't care. Obviously, he was there. He was pretty. He was, he was pretty, there for the utterance of that line. He was a pretty chill dude. He seemed perfectly fine with it. <laughs> And we get the iris right away in the back. Yeah. So the pilot really stacks up like all the foundational information that you need, which generally is what a pilot does. But like, they they have problem and resolve it very quickly. Yeah, it's like a crash course. And so, okay, this is what this is what happens. This is what we do. Just like the dematerializer on the computer screen, a very complex piece of software <laughs> from the movie, an iris is a very complex thing that definitely opens like a, a camera eye. And even looks how like did a they camera build it so quick in like twenty minutes. How did yeah? <laughs> how did they get all that? Because ti- it's, it's titanium. So how did they get all that titanium and make it make it so like oh, we'll get up to the computer and when we press a button, it just closes. Yeah. And everybody's got happen? code on their right? arms. Yeah, how did I this mean, this happen? is all in less than a day. Right. In less than a day, they got the iris up and working. No, no rep- kind of no test. No kind of like you know. No glitch, nothing. You know, yeah, everything. Nothing, uh, nothing goes wrong. No. Firing on all cylinders. They have never field tested those codes <laughs> on their arms. This is like the Mercury missions to space. They were like, do you think this suit made of tinfoil is going to be enough? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe? Let's send them up and find out. <laughs> this is how Stargate program works. <laughs> They're like, hey, you think those codes will work? Uh, Probably. Question marks. Let's, well, I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll find out in the end. So that, it, that's funny that they don't do that. I have written down that I love and hate the ritual. Because even the characters are like, hey, uh, where did you get this iris? What's Sam? Samuels, uh, General Samuels, who's there? He's yeah, a dick. He's a douche. Like, what's no, it's Major Samuels. Major Samuels. <laughs> he's like, uh, hey, we haven't heard them, and they have like two hours to go, so we should close that iris, right? Why do you hate them? What is your problem? Are you mad that you're not on SG-1? You're just salty? Yeah, I think so. And you're like, close him. Let him know. <laughs> close it on him. Close it on him. Then you cut to the ritual in the next ah, scene. Ah, the ritual. And uh, the blonde woman is rejected and killed. That's the lady from the card game. That's pretty, it's pretty graphic, too. Yeah. Yeah, like having the... I always wanted the device that goes on your hand. I mean, I oh, can the, get it on Etsy. Don't worry. I can get it. Would it work? I, bloody wish. <laughs> Kills her with the thing on his hand, which looks very much like the one in the movie. Yeah. Which I like that. And then they bring in Shari, who did not do a very good job of hiding amongst the crowd. She was just sitting alone to the side by herself. Uh, hide, hide in a pile of ladies. Maybe we won't see you. Hide under the blankets. Pretend to be asleep. Go, like, do anything else. Go under, go under the, the bench that was there or something. Yeah, like around the corner next to a pillar and act like you're dead. Like, just... Get... Or, like, hide your face or something. Yeah, she was just sitting there with, like, her back to the door and she's like, maybe they won't notice me sitting here by myself with the most perfect, beautiful breasts. <laughs> Which is exactly what she has. Yes. They're beautiful. I'm a boob girl. They are beautiful. Okay. But when she's stripped off, it's not like they're meant to be looked at as beautiful. It's just they are. That's, I can't. And Apophis goes, yes, perfect. Yeah, of course he does. Like, yeah, okay. Accurate. But it's so violating. And in the director's cut, they take that away. They they show oh, scenes of her from like uh, the middle of the chest up. So no nipple. Mm-hmm. Can't have a nipple. Can't have any bush. Because, you know. You know. Because then somebody's going to have to tell their children that ladies have nipples and a bush. Yes. It's not like any of it's getting any kind of attention or anything. It's not like he, like, like little Kim the boob or anything like that, like, <laughs> while inspecting. And that was a timely reference. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
doesn't do any of that stuff. So it's I don't see like the point of not having it. But I don't see any shame in nudity. It's, it's not gratuitous. So like, why would you take it out? Because they felt like they had to include it to be on Showtime. They didn't have to do nothing. They don't swear. They never no. have to cut any swears out. The most the most of it is like a little bit of nudity, and they kind of up the violence a little bit. Yeah, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I is, is it modern eyes thinking of it? Maybe, as far as violence is concerned. On the yeah. TV show Hannibal, this is the best. This is where our society stands on nudity versus violence, and it is the most obvious thing that is wrong, because Hannibal came out only a couple of years ago. Yeah. So the, so they're having a problem with Bush and boobies. Boob. They probably call them boobies in the boobies. meeting. <laughs> boobies. They're like, we got a director's cut that right out of here. We can't be explaining to the children that everybody has pubes. Can't have it. Yeah, and it was like Let Afro pubes. Out on their they own. weren't like trim modern day pubes. They were like seventies, wild seventies Afro bush. Like they were wild, and that's okay. I'm not judging. That's fine. Have wild bush. I don't care. Thank you for talking. No problem. <laughs> Everybody has permission. Just let it grow in. It's no problem. <laughs> you just trim it up before your period. Oh, like okay. anybody would. All right. Uh, so on Hannibal... <laughs> on Hannibal, there's a serial killer on the loose that isn't Hannibal. There's another guy. And uh, he kills couples mm-hmm. and makes them pray over his bed. So he turns I remember them that. Yes, into I remember angels. That. He peels the skin off their back into angel wings and strips them down, and they pray over his bed. And the notes that he got for that episode was, can you add some more blood to cover their butts? Because there's going to be butt shot of two dead people where their skin was removed to form wings. Can you add what? some more blood? What? Kind of cover up that crack a bit. He, um, okay. And, yeah, that's how he reacted. He was like, uh, sure? <laughs> <laughs> so even now... The thought of showing a butt crack on a dead person is so vile so that they would rather have a lot more blood. They blurred out La Primavera, the painting. They, uh, yes, they did. That's a it, that's classical boobs that's and stuff. That's <laughs> just some religious ecstasy dancing or whatever they're doing in that painting, and it's just classical art. And they still blurred it out. Like you have to explain what how art works to children. First of all, don't let children watch Hannibal. <laughs> what are you doing? You don't have to explain that painting to anyone. We're all adults here. Well, it is on prime time, so that's why. It's like 10 p.m. I mean, I can't even believe they put that show on television, that's, if I'm being yeah, honest. I, I, know, I know. At all. On, like, NBC of all, of all channels. Like, not even, like, skin wings. Like, there's a lot more <laughs> grosser things happening. He eats a thigh. Mason Verger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's eating himself, and it is gross. <laughs> yeah, Hannah was pretty. I was on an airplane watching the show. Because <laughs> I was, like, minding my own business. But it was a like a prop playing kind of situation. Yeah. And the stewardess had to like pull out a side chair from in between the two chairs and sit in the aisle. Yeah. Next to me. Because I was in the last row of the plane. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, I had my earbuds in, but I was like, I, I honestly hope the best for this woman. And <laughs> I hope that she has at least seen or heard of this show before because she's about to see a man be pulled out of a dead horse giving birth to him. She's going to watch Will Graham open a horse and dig out a person who is definitely not alive. And it's going to be just horse guts and dead guy all over my screen right now. Oh, she's okay. I'm like, sorry, lady. I know it's a quick flight, but this is what's going to happen. I'm like, well, look welcome the other to way. my world. I'm like, I don't have anything else to watch. I only downloaded episodes of this show. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd watch something else. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to, like, I'll show her who's fucked up. It's me. <laughs> if I had downloaded something else, I would have put that on, but uh, I hadn't. But it's, well, it's Hannibal, so, you know. It's a really brilliant show. Yeah, so they couldn't handle nudity back then, and nope. they can't handle it now, so the directors cut it away. In 1997. And it, it doesn't necessarily take away. It's not, like, no boobs, no ritual. But it kind of... It shortens the ritual itself. It takes away some of the impact, too. It does. It takes away the humiliation. Mm-hmm. where Because he, he's walking around her uh, judging. Yeah, because you're trying to hate the ghoul. Right. And, and this like, is one of the reasons why great. you should hate them. So he's uh, so it, it shortens the ritual and it takes away a bit of the impact. They take it away in your episode, too. Yeah, they don't, they don't show a lot of the ritual. But 
but I think that's a time restraint. Like, that's not... It could be. I mean, it's a bit of both. Like, two birds, one stone, as they say. Yeah. They're like, we shortened it, and we got rid of that bush. <laughs> We're perfect. That's the sci-fi editors for you. They're like, oh, <laughs> give us an award. They changed Teal'c's face, and... Yes, they did. I forgot about that. Oh, so this is SG-1 and SG-2 are going through the Stargate again because they lost Shari and Scar. Scar, yeah. Which is sad because I guess that's the name of the Children of the Gods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know to what end the children part comes into play, except that Ra had children around. Yeah. But I don't know if like, they prefer a younger body for a more newly born Goa'uld? Probably for the infant Goa'uld. Well, that's what sits in... Uh, Jaffa, right? Yeah. They have infant gold and they mature and then I think they take them out. Yeah. Well, that's how it looks in the ritual with Jare. Yeah. That that Jaffa was carrying Apophis' wife. But if she's carrying Apophis' wife, how, why does he love her if, if it was underdeveloped before that? Because that's why she's in there? I don't know. Like maybe. a kangaroo pouch? <laughs> I don't know. They mentioned that. They're like, marsupials. <laughs> we think he's marsupial. <laughs> Scans. It's like, you're <laughs> so wrong. So, yeah, like, is is the woman, Jaffa, holding Apophis's wife, looking for a new host because the old host died? And or maybe they're like, for storage? Dry storage? Maybe, well, maybe, storage? She's the one, maybe she's the one who's dying or getting, like, you know, too old to carry him? Oh, maybe. Yeah, because they never allude to that. They were yeah, there's like... like it's my because when Teal'c shows its head, it's like a little tiny baby guy. And yeah, it's very cute. A very cute. Look, you little go old sock. Yeah, and then, uh, but like the adult one, that is the wife. I'm like, mm. that doesn't get any further explanation as far as nope. I could remember. A lot of these episodes I haven't watched since I watched them. Wow, first time. So it's like one and dones. So like the whole Ori storyline from down oh, the God, line. The Ori. I don't remember almost any of it because I only watched it one time. And I was like, this is a great show. I love this show forever. Uh, but then, excuse me, never re- revisited. So they go on to call the things on the um, reconnaissance droids mouths. They're mouths. Yeah. But they do an insert shot where it says Fred. Yeah. Like, are they trying to make Fred happen? Because it's not going to. <laughs> And I'm like, what What a weird insert shot. Like, if you hang a gun on the wall in the first act, it has to come into play in the third act. They right. put Fred in the first act like Fred's going to come back in the third, and it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what scene I was talking about that they had changed. Um, After the ritual. I mean, I they changed all the music. You mentioned that they changed the music a lot, probably. I mean, whatever you want. I, I mean, I care more about it in Star Wars than I do here. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean... Don't change the Ewok song. I know it's trash to begin with, but like, <laughs> at least you can leave it be the original trash. Yeah. And you know the words the original. You don't know the new new song. Like, nobody is clamoring for an updated Ewok song. Leave it alone. <laughs> Nobody's like, hey, I wish this song was better. <laughs> why'd you change the song? Yeah, why'd you change the ghosts? Like, why is it still old Obi Wan Kenobi and not young Obi Wan Kenobi? Christian Haydenson, who's obviously personally responsible for all of the. Who's a very good actor and got a very bad script. And then everybody acted Is like... Is he a good actor? Yeah. I've seen him in other stuff. He's good. Okay. He's reasonably good. He suffers from bad script syndrome. Robert Pattinson, too. He's very good. And I'm very excited about his Batman. Another podcast I listened to nicknamed him... Uh, mm. It was called The Weekly Planet. Okay. They nicknamed him Rob Bat, Bat, and Bat. <laughs> <laughs> that is theirs, and it's so funny. So is he and it's new, all I can think about. Is he the new uh, Benjamin Benjamin Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, you know how they have all the different names for him? Oh, right. No, I'm just uh, that's just on their show. That, that's <laughs> It's uh, comic book movie news, and it's one of my favorite shows. So there's a free plug for the Weekly Planet. They're Australian, <laughs> and they're pretty great. And, uh, and that's what he had called him, and it makes me laugh every time. But I've seen Robert Pattinson. It took a lot of work not to say the name wrong again. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Uh, I've seen his other work, and it's very, very good. He's supposed to be good in The Lighthouse. Uh, yeah, but he is. Yeah. But, like, he got uh, 
Twilighted. Twilighted. <laughs> I mean, it's not his fault the scripts are bad, but, you know. The book's pretty bad. Whatever, too, guess what? Money is great. So I will never fault him there. A lot of people in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I got a ton of people. Like Michael Sheen. I love like, Michael Sheen. Wait, Michael Sheen. I love his new movie? TV show. It's so good. What, Prodigal Son? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta catch it. It's amazing. Because, oh, it's a little Hannibal ish, actually. Oh, that's cool. Like, except that if Hannibal had any kids. If Hannibal had kids. If Hannibal had kids, it'd be Prodigal Son. That's cool. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, movie. But I'll never blame Fanning. a guy. I'll never blame a guy for getting. Getting extra money on that, you know, whatever. Do what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, an actor. Now, you gotta, you gotta that eat. doing a Twilight means that he has the luxury now for the rest of his life of choosing art house films or Batman. Like it's up to him what he wants to do. He's and got he money Batman. forever. He probably was. Who doesn't want to be bloody Batman? That rules. He does have to. I mean, I imagine he understands. It's a lot of pressure. The though. key to your Batman is not your Batman; it's, it's your Bruce, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> And that is always. So he's been gonna the case. he's gonna have to be a really good Bruce Wayne. Oh, I hope I didn't fuck anything up. Excuse me. <laughs> like in so far as oh, because like I rested my hand on the. It's fine. I'm sure. I'll find okay. out the hard way <laughs> later. Yeah, I think he's Bruce Wayne's gonna be pretty good. Right. There's some pretty. I didn't like Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I like Affleck's Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think he was a great Bruce Wayne. And that's how yeah. it is. I'm like, he has... No, I like this Batman. Well, it's not that hard to be For, funny. like, the... Listen, in Batman vs. Superman, which is a terrible movie, <laughs> it's rough, but his tough. Batman was, like... It was, it, was rough, it was rough to watch. It's because Superman is shit. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm a Superman fan, I but I do not like he's, Superman, but... Mm-mm. Yeah, Henry Cavill was not great. He's hot and everything, but... I didn't like the suit. I think not having the red pant there... Or at least the belt, because that's what they do on the CW. They give him the belt. Uh, not yeah. having a separation between the upper and lower half of that suit and the direction of the texture looks like it is pointing right at his crotch. <laughs> they were like, those red pants call attention to the crotch. I'm like, uh-huh. that suit is nothing but crotch. Uh-huh. It is crotch and a head on top. Because <laughs> that's when the second the, the promo photo came out of Superman, I was like, oh, I'm, star- I'm staring right at it. I'm like... Hello, penis. There it is. Hello. Uh, There's some death gliders gliding in. Yes. And and they're shooting their machine gun shooting back at yeah. the death gliders. The effect of the light coming out of the gun. This is not something I would have noticed on the first or second watch, but I noticed it now. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> it is like six inches into the gun itself. Is where the light is starting. Yeah, it's like, terrible. It's a really bad effect. Like, there's not a lot of bad special effects in the show that don't hold up. That one is, why is there such a bright light <laughs> coming out of a gun that's weird? I mean, it's it's the 90s, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, it looks like, I don't know, I can't even describe it. Like, when you guys, if you guys watched it, go back to where they're just shooting death gliders trying to get through the Stargate and trying to stop Apophis from leaving. And, uh... And look at that effect, and and you can tweet me and let me know how <laughs> terrible it is and how right I am. I love that. I love Teal's turn, like yes. when he turns, he like he turns face. You know what he mm-hmm. does. And uh, I don't consider it out of line, like the like the directors did, where they were like, oh, "It doesn't add up." It adds up totally. No, it adds up because you can see subtly that he's like disapproving of it. Right, and you like know. he even tells Scar, there's a, there's a point where like they take Shara and he tells, and Scar goes after him. He goes. Your death will not help her. Yeah. So he's like, ah, is he like turning? What's going on? He's definitely turning. And uh, one of my favorite jokes in the episode is uh, when Zeal looks like, I have nowhere to go, which is so sad from such a He's like, I have nowhere to go. Such a big man and I'm homeless now. (laughs) And uh, O'Neill says, for this, you can stay at my place. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's go. I'm like, that's a big promise. You don't know what kind of guy he is. Does he throw his toilet paper away instead of put it in the toilet like some weird... Does he leave his clothes all around? Does he even have a butt crack? Who knows? I don't know how Jaffa... You don't know where he's going to put the gold or anything? Right. They change uh, at the end of the director's cut. So now we're at the end of the episode. The part at the end before they go through the Stargate where the gold goes into Kowalski. 
Yeah. And the part at the end where his eyes glow. They take that out of the director's cut. They, Why? I know. Because they take it out because they think that now it is a self-contained movie. Like a sequel to the movie Stargate. With a pilot. It's like you're Major League Two. But the whole point Where of- it is technically a sequel, but none of the same actors are in those roles. <laughs> <laughs> but you need, Except like one. You need the eyes glow because that's how you can tell that there are ghouls in there. Right. So... It's setting up the next episode in the whole series, and like the big bad, or like the the B plot for the rest of the series is going to be Kowalski as a gold. I wouldn't say it's the A plot because the A plot is going to be Apophis for a long time. Apophis, right? Great. They named a meteor or some shit after him. Apophis. Yep. It was Stargate fan scientists. You know how yeah. scientists are. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not because any of them are women. It's definitely just scientist bullshit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah they take that out I don't like that Mm-mm-mm. that doesn't make sense uh, and I I mean if you want to make it a, a, a self contained movie I don't know why you're trying to do that like I don't know what, to what end that to what that gets you because it maybe they sold it separately it is very clearly an episode of television so like even if you take out the hint for the next episode it doesn't it doesn't look like it looks like a made for TV movie <laughs> And if you're trying to make it look like the original Stargate, like in feel and scope, you're not doing a great job. Nope. But you're on a TV budget, even at Showtime. And it was the highest rated show on Showtime, yeah. all the way up until like season five. How long was it on Showtime for? I think until season five. Wow. It was on for a very long time. And they uh, they agreed to show it in um, on, show, on sci-fi pretty early on. Yeah, because I remember, I remember that like when it came on Showtime, I saw the pilot. And then I couldn't see it. I didn't see it for a while because I had to get up for school back when I was in high school. <laughs> you know, I have to get up really early. And then I saw it on sci-fi one day. And I'm like, well, this is on sci-fi now? And I started yeah. watching it. I'm like, oh, cool. I can watch it now. Uh, they always, the episodes were always about 43 to 45 minutes long, even on Showtime. So the ones that they're showing on Hulu, it's just the same as it ever was. But you may have to adjust your television settings because... Um, if they're just at theatrical, maybe? Or I don't... Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Mine's at uh, full right now when oh, I watch okay. the show, which means it's just the frame of the the film is filling up my screen, but it's also in its original size. So if it was shot in 4.3, it would be fully 4.3 if that's what the case I was. But I, they, I did never, they never shot it in 4.3. No? It was always the oh. longer picture frame because it was on showtime and they were using film they used 35 millimeter film when they were making the show which is very movie hoity bit of business to be doing television wasn't doing that they were using tape back in the day and in 4.3 so you like when they remaster it you you won't really come into a big problem uh which is great for the show go ahead remaster it until your heart's content update effects that gun effects bad update it go ahead (laughs) Make it better. Uh, don't get crazy, though. Because when you get to find it, it loses something of the magic of the special effect. Now it's not a special effect anymore. It's like a problem spot. Yeah. Uh, so you don't wind up with the Buffy problem. Oh, no. <laughs> where it's a nighttime scene, but you see the sun. Because <laughs> you bumped out the... And you see the guy in the mirror holding the boom mic and all that stuff. I never really watched Buffy all that much. I was more into Angel. Because Angel was a bit more gray area. It was weird to me because they killed uh, Darla on Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the second episode. And she like reconstituted herself somehow. And uh, I don't really, I don't care. Don't tweet at me either. I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, I don't care. No one cares. Oh, man. (laughs) Then you got a lot of hate on your Twitter. Don't add me. Uh, Because I don't care. I like Buffy, and that's... Mm. I didn't hate Buffy. I just preferred Angel. That's funny that, like... You know, once they switched networks, that's why you don't see any crossover there anymore. Uh, when they went to UPN, you mean? Yeah. So, like, if a character gets uh, taken off of Buffy, it could go to Angel, but there was no sharing. Like, Buffy couldn't appear there, and Angel couldn't appear on the other side. So, like, when they kill Spike off in Buffy, that's when Spike shows up in Angel. Yeah. Because now it's not, he's not on Buffy anymore. Like, it, it couldn't, 
be on at the same time. No, they did do a Sarah Michelle Gellar crossover a little bit. Special permission at the very end, I think. Oh, okay, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay. Because Buffy was ending, and they had Angel come over uh, at the end of the world. It had to be the end of the <laughs> goddamn world for realsies <laughs> to allow it to happen. Because there was, a, like, between Fox and... I mean, really. They don't care anymore. Like, mm-hmm. television, generally speaking, you can do crossovers. Because they were doing it with Supergirl and The Flash when Supergirl was still yeah. on NBC. But then it moved over to the CW anyway. It came home. It came Come home, baby. You know where you belong. With the rest of us over here. <laughs> Want to be experimental? We have Legends of Tomorrow. Don't worry about it. I have to catch up on that show. That show rules. Legends. It's the best one they got. They got <laughs> really? Constantine on it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, so uh, it's like season four, season five, I think. Yeah, it's Because it's insane. And they just lean in. They're not, like, trying to pretend, like, this isn't insane. This is what normal people behave <laughs> and act like. And it is not. And they lean even harder. They're like, yeah, this is madness, isn't is it? Is it still on Netflix? Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can watch a certain amount of episodes up on the CW app for a okay. while. And then at the end of the season, the entire season, the next week, jumps over to Netflix. Because I remember when Constantine came out with his own show. That's on Netflix right now. And, like, actual Constantine? Yeah, like the... Matt Ryan one? Yeah, yeah. The TV show. Because I love that TV show. And I was like, this is so good. unjustly killed early on. Yeah, like, this is so good. And then, like, they canceled it. And then I was like, oh, Absolutely pilfered that show to get him over on. I'm like, damn, what am I going to do now? And then Lucifer came out. On air. Well, Lucifer is going to be making an appearance on Infinite Earth. Oh, that's real now? Oh, yes. Because I remember they and were I guarantee that, you it's going to be with Constantine. There's awesome. no way they don't put those two together. That's kind of awesome. I know. I can't wait. I have like the biggest awesome. lady boner on this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I can't wait. And I don't keep uh, up on those shows anymore. I just don't have the energy. I haven't even seen Batgirl. I'm like, looks like I've heard comedic so accurate. About it. Well, the CW is the kind of network that still lets you find your footing. So if you got some weird bullshit you need to hash out, like the first season of uh, Legends, mm-hmm. is a pretty hard watch. Do you think so? Because I like the first. Oh, season. the bad guy has got. Oh, Vandal Savage. Of, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have, and the Egyptian, uh, the hawk people. Oh yeah, hawk. It really. doesn't look like they're leaning in as hard. Like you need to go drag queen big on that show. Like Katie Lutz and those guys, they're all so much. Like they're like, if you think you're playing it to the hilt. You're not. You're not going big <laughs> enough. And they are more... I like Brandon Routh in that show. Yeah, he's so funny. He's he's playing Discount Superman, and that's what's <laughs> great about it. Discount like, the Superman. Arrow's like Discount Batman. <laughs> the Adam is definitely Discount Superman. <laughs> yeah. Because he's always happy and cheerful and in a good mood and has weird superpowers. And Arrow's all like... Arr. Yeah, and he's like, I'm rich and sad, just like Batman. <laughs> I mean, they're really like... Really push the Batman element so bad, so so hard. And that's fine. Do whatever you want. It's like, wait, when did he fight Ra's al Ghul? What's, ha- what's happening here? That's so good. <laughs> and what a good Ra's al Ghul. Right? That was a great arc. I loved all of that. I love that the, she's the White Canary now, right, Katie Lawrence? White Canary, yeah. I like uh, I like her characters. I like that the CW just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they're just like, let's do they're this. They're like, guess what about her? Everybody. She is <laughs> Dead in the timeline. Because Greg Berlanti, kind of a genius. Who is, oh, he is the one who is making Prodigal Son. Oh. I know. Okay. Isn't that increased? Yeah. So just know the likelihood of you seeing a shirtless person is high now. Okay. <laughs> You're bringing all the pretty people back. Get the salmon ladder from the arrow set. I'm starting a new <laughs> show on Fox. <laughs> I'm oh. like, I'm only 10% kidding. Oh, the pretty people network. I love that. I'm like, this is a fantasy in every sense of the word. I'm like, you're right. This is this is my fantasy across the board. Even the homeless people are beautiful. Yeah, right. The the hottest guy on NBC is the ugliest person on the CW. <laughs> I just can't compete. Like, I'm like, yeah, you're like fox hot, but like, can you cut it on the CW? I doubt it. <laughs> I'm like, look at those guys. They are beside themselves ripped. And the ladies are, like, ridiculously gorgeous. Like, what, they're, like, like embarrassingly they hot. Like, where do they find them? Canada. <laughs> it's all, they're all in Canada? <laughs> they're Canadian. <laughs> I'm in the wrong country. 
it is well i didn't know this but uh laurel lance yeah was david cassidy's daughter katie cassidy was the actress's name was david cassidy's daughter i know i didn't know that either until like david cassidy died really yeah and he like cold shouldered her oh okay there's some cold shit i'm like whew, even in death that's wild <laughs> yuck Sorry you weren't being mean to your daughter, but she is crushing it over on the CW. I hear some noises every once in a while. Like house noises. So that's it. Next week is Emancipation. I should have looked up what the next episode is. Yes, it is Emancipation. Where Sam Carter wears a funny hat. That's what I remember. I will, every week I'll tell you what I remember. And fight some Mongols. About the next episode. And all I remember is a very blue outfit and a very large hat. Yes. And I believe she threatened to eat it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why she was going to eat it, and but she like. She fights Mongols and gets shit on again. I think I remember her being shit on, <laughs> but I don't really remember, like, how or why they get there. Or why she is dressed in such a vibrant outfit. Well, we could talk about that on our next podcast. I know. Ah, so that's it. For us, you can like, share, and subscribe uh, if you want to reach us um, at Twitter at ZPM Stargate. And that is ZPMStargate at gmail.com if you want to email us. We're on Podbean at ZPMStargate.podbean.com. Yes. (laughs) I didn't write it down. And if I don't (laughs) write it down, it's very hard. I still haven't worked out that Facebook thing yet. Or maybe I have, and I just didn't know it yet. At the time of this recording, I hadn't worked it out. And therefore, I hadn't worked out my Instagram. Whatever face Nazis. I'm not (laughs) fucking on there anyway. Face Nazis. So we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.